the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Studios. This is AM 1280. The Patriot. WWTC. Minneapolis. St. Paul. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. President Trump says he's doing it, making America great again. Look at all the jobs that are coming in. Look at what's happening with the stock markets. Just few of the efforts that the president highlighted in his weekly radio address for the Democrats. It was Representative Betty McCollum on the attack against the president and his entire party. President Trump and Republicans have no solutions to address these problems. In fact, the chaos Republicans are causing is denying families, businesses, and communities the certainty they need to invest in the future. Outgoing White House Chief of Staff Reince Priebus says despite losing his job, he's got a good perspective. I think actually going a different direction, hitting a reset button is a good thing, and the president did that. And so Priebus appearing on the Fox News Channel's Hannity program on Wall Street Friday. The Dow was up 34 points. This is SRN News. Larry Elder sees a glaring issue with the media. The Center for Public Integrity identified 430 people who were, quote, journalists, reporters, news editors, or television anchors. What percentage of the money that they gave went to Hillary, do you think, of these 430 journalists? 96% of the nearly $400,000 that they gave went to Clinton. 96%. The Larry Elder Show, afternoons at 5 on AM 1280. The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Coming up next on The Patriot, it's the closer, Brad Carlson, filling in for Mitch Berg. Brad is just one part of the three-headed monster known as the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Brad can be heard at his normal time, Sundays at 2 p.m. right here on The Patriot. And for the best economic insight, always tune in to the King Banyan Show Saturday and Sunday mornings at 9 over on Business 1440. From the Blue Ox Heating and Air Weather Center, a quick look at your forecast. Lots of sun and low to mid-80s the next few days. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This hour of the Northern Alliance Radio Network is brought to you by Thompson Building and Remodeling. With over 30 years of experience in home repair and remodeling, Thompson Building and Remodeling can ensure you of a quality job done right. From expert roofing, siding, and window installation to full additions and more. To see their work, visit online at thompsonpros.com. Thompson supports the Northern Alliance Radio Network to bring Patriot listeners a local voice in local and national politics. The Northern Alliance is on. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan, here is The Closer, Brad Carlson. AM 1280 The Patriot. It is the Northern Alliance Radio Network. 
No, you are not in a time warp. It is indeed Saturday afternoon, and it is me, Brad Carlson, filling in for my friend and Northern Alliance Radio Network colleague, Mitch Berg, who is out on assignment today. But as always, you can give us a call here at the Patriot, 651-289-4488. You can also text any comments or questions, 651-243-0390, or weigh in via Twitter, Hashtag NARN, hashtag N-A-R-N for any comments or questions regarding today's show content. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in to the uh, broadcast. I believe Mitch will be back next Saturday. Yes, I'll be pulling double duty this weekend. I'll be back on my regularly scheduled uh, program tomorrow from 2 to 3 p.m. So uh, pulling some uh, double duty, I guess you could say, this weekend. But glad to do it. Uh, Always grateful for the opportunity, even though... Uh, by all rights, we should be broadcasting outside. Oh, what a glorious weekend we have in store. That is for certain. So hope you all are uh, enjoying uh, the day outside while you're, uh, of course, uh, listening to the broadcast uh, live or via podcast. However methodology you choose to listen, we appreciate it. Uh, I, I want, I want, obviously, there's a lot of news from this past week. I'm going to get to that. But I just have to say, you know, I was listening to the uh, SRN news at the top of the hour. And, of course, they always play a little clip from the president's weekly radio address and uh, I've said this on the show many a time. I, I never understand why they play a clip from the president's radio address because a president, I don't care who the president is, they never say anything. Really, they, they they don't say a whole lot. But, of course, they always have the Democrat response or the opposite party response. But, of course, in this case, it's a Democrat response, given that President Trump's Republican. And could the Democrats not do any better than the shrill and unaccomplished Betty McCollum for the response to the president's radio address. I mean, honest to God, it just, oh, in a perfect world, Betty McCollum would be shellacked in the next election by about 40 points. But then again, if the world were perfect, Betty McCollum would have never been elected in the first place. (laughs) But I digress. Anyways, try it. Time to get to the news of the week. Too much to get to, to uh, be messing around with uh, a pithy commentary here. But I do obviously want to get to the big news story from this past week. And of course, that has to do with the ongoing uh, debate amongst the Republican-controlled Congress in repealing Obamacare. Now, this is something that they've been running on for more than seven years. Okay? I, now, there's a, lot, there's a lot more nuance to it than that, and that but, but that's been the chanting point. Oh, a, seven, a betrayal of a seven-year promise. Well, yeah, yeah, Republicans who were running for elected office, a lot of them talked about getting rid of Obamacare, whether it's repealing and just getting rid of it altogether. Some actually wanted to replace it. Some actually wanted to reform it. There was never one big unified message from the whole party. And I think that's the thing to understand here. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not going to defend the Republicans on this one. Okay, if you're going to call them, don't you know, call you. Well, you're welcome to call in and call me a shill for the Republican Party or Republican apologist. That's your right, of course. But you'd be wrong. Because I, I, I'm not going to defend them on this, but I will say to just simply throw a blanket statement and say, well, you know, the, the, the entire party, they made a seven-year pledge to repeal this. Uh, you know, again, there was never a big unifying message. And here's where I think they really got caught flat-footed, is I don't, if, none of them will probably cop to this. At least the majority of congressional Republicans will not cop to this. But I firmly believe that the majority of them did not believe any scenario whatsoever that Donald Trump would be elected president. So why even focus on repealing Obamacare at that point when Hillary was going to be elected president, right? Because that's a non-starter. That's a time waster. Okay? 
they sure they did in 2015 they did the symbolic let's put together a repeal measure of Obamacare and send it to the president's desk and make President Obama veto it. But it shows you we're getting on the record that we are willing to repeal this thing. Okay, and I think that's what really drove voters crazy is the fact that there was actual votes on the record of senators, particularly in the Senate. Obviously, senators, you know, Republican senators, voting yes to repeal Obamacare. So naturally, people are going to look at that and say, "Well, that's just a, you know, that's just a symbolic gesture, time to put up or shut up." Now that it can actually, you know, President Trump has said he's willing to pretty much sign anything. Okay, that it's a it's the ultimate put up or shut up moment. And uh, Josh, do we have that? Or uh, Josh, you're not Josh, you're Nick. Nick, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was just I was just talking to Josh, so I know you're Nick. (laughs) Nick, if we got that, if we got, just let me know when we have that audio clip ready. Um, Ready right now. Okay. Uh, I want to play for you an audio clip of various senators and statements they have made at different points in their political careers, whether it's running for their actual office, whether it be on the Senate floor. What have you. So, uh, Nick, when you're ready, uh, go ahead. We should replace and repeal. Repeal and replace. It to be replaced. Repeal the law. Repeal the law. To repeal and repeal. Repeal. Repeal it. Repeal the law. It's going to be repealed and replaced. Repeals and replaced. Repealing Obamacare. Reform and replace. Repeal. So it needs to be repealed and replaced. Repeal. A repeal and replace. Repeal this. Repeal Obamacare. I oppose Obamacare. Repeal. Repeal it. Repeal it and replace it. Repeal and replace Obamacare. Okay, there you have it. That was a kind of a mashup of six different senators. Senators Shelley Moore Capito out of West Virginia, Senator Dean Heller out of Nevada, Senator John McCain, of course, out of Arizona, Senator Rob Portman of Ohio, Senator Lamar Alexander of Tennessee, and Senator Lisa Murkowski of Alaska. You heard mashups of each of those six individuals at different points within their political career, whether it was running for office or on the Senate floor or what have you, making a vow to get rid of Obamacare. Okay? So it was a put-up or shut-up moment earlier this week. A clean repeal was put forth on the Senate floor. It said, okay, here it is. Here's your chance to vote for the very thing you voted for in 2015, to repeal Obamacare. And these six senators, all of whom voted in 2015 to repeal Obamacare. And, of course, it was sent to President Obama's desk, and obviously he wasn't going to sign it. But they got on the record that they were going to repeal it. They had a chance to actually replicate their yes vote that they put forth in 2015 and actually repeal it. And these six senators completely flip-flopped on their vote from 2015. So what does that tell you? They engaged in mere symbolism. Say, yeah, well, well, you know, if there's no consequence, yeah, you know, it's it's easy to, to, to for a yes vote. Then they can then they can uh, put it out there in one of their fancy campaign ads. You know, West Virginia, Shelley, West Virginia Senator, uh, you know, Shelley Moore Capital was first elected in uh, 2014 out of West Virginia. You know, and obviously that Obamacare was still a big issue. Granted, President Obama was still going to be president for a couple more years, but it could at least get the groundwork going. Right. And these and then when a clean repeal was put forth earlier this week 
to just completely get rid of Obamacare, these seven GOP senators voted no. Now, the seventh one was Susan Collins out of Maine. But to be fair, she voted no in 2015. So we uh, we know where Susan Collins stood on the issue. She was not interested in, in, in repealing Obamacare. Okay? that's At least she was consistent. As wrong-headed as that may be, she was consistent. We knew what to expect from her. But these six senators... Would it was put? They had the opportunity to do what they did in 2015 and didn't. Okay, and you know, for as much as I rail on the Democrats for being the party of symbolism over substance, okay, these six Republicans basically did the exact same thing. It was a symbolic vote. They know they had, you know, that they could use as a campaign slogan. But when it came time to actually do something, they didn't. Fo- they didn't follow through with it. Okay. And here's the thing. Only Dean Heller is up for, for election in 2018. And, and from all accounts, Dean Heller sounded like he was dead man walking. He's a senator out of, of uh, Nevada. And it sounded like he was going to have a tough re-election battle anyways. And, of course, in a mid, mid-year election, typically the president's uh, opposing party has, a, has a, a tough time, particularly in the House. Now, this time in the Senate, Republicans, just, just by sheer numbers, should be able to hang on to the Senate because I think of the 34 Senate seats that are up for election 25 are democrats so the republicans only have to have to defend nine seats and one of those seats is dean heller's seat so he's probably going to be gone if he doesn't get defeated in a primary i I, again i'm not familiar with the with nevada there with the dynamics in nevada so okay the clean repeal tossed out okay failed failed miserably so it's just like well let's at least get a little let's get a little something so they put forth a, a a nothing burger if you will a skinny repeal there are uh, 419 sections of Obamacare, 419, and this skinny repeal basically was put forth uh, of, of the 419 sections of Obamacare. Four have already been four sections. Four, four have already been repealed, and with this skinny repeal, another four would have been repealed. So essentially, almost 98 percent of the Obamacare law would have still been standing. I mean, the skinny repeal, basically, it, it, it talked about, uh, let's see if I can find it here, yeah, about repealing the individual mandate, repealing the employer mandate, providing flexibility to the states where states can access additional flexibility to use waivers that exist in current law to provide more options for consumers to buy health insurance they want. And this allows the Department of Health and Human Services to approve waivers faster. Uh, increase health serv- uh, uh, HSA uh, contributions, health savings. The health savings account allows them to increase the HSA contributions. Repeal the medical device tax. That seems like that's been talked about forever. And fund community health center centers, which this prioritizes health funding for community health centers across the country. Okay, just a bare bones, as they called it, skinny repeal. So ninety eight percent of the law, even if the skinny repeal passed, would still be standing now. The idea was it's just to at least pass something, anything, so that you can get to a conference committee between the House version of the bill and the Senate version of the bill and, and reconcile and come to some sort of reconciliation and have some sort of bill. Ultimately, it was not going to be a complete repeal of Obamacare, but you had to pass something, anything, to show progress moving forward. Okay? And they didn't do it. They didn't do it. They knew Lisa Murkowski out of Alaska was a no on the skinny repeal. Susan Collins was a no all along the way. So they could afford to lose... Two senators, then it would be 50-50 because there's 52 Republican senators. If they lose two, 
if they can have 50 yes votes, then Vice President Pence would come in and break the tie like he did earlier this week when he broke the tie and allowed the bill to progress to debate. So what happened next? Well, if you've been following the news, I think you know what happened next, and we'll talk a little bit more about that when we come back. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also text your comments or questions, 651-243-0390, or weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NARN, hashtag N-A-R-N. Brad Carlson, The Closer, right here on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go nowhere. TwinCities.com is home to the best in today's Christian music. The best melodies. The top artists. And the greatest message. Listen on the TwinCities.com and with the free mobile app. The Fish Twin Cities. Safe for the whole family. Kelly has just entered the break room. Hmm, there's no weird smell coming from the fridge. The garbage can isn't overflowing. And where's that leftover mess from Friday's potluck? Am I in the right office? That's when Kelly remembered the friendly and affordable staff at CTC Professionals gave her office a thorough cleaning. Don't stress about the mess. Let CTC Professionals keep your business neat and tidy. Call them at 651-404-0132 or online at ctccleaningpros.com. A parking lot full of holes can make your place of business look bad, both to customers and to your employees. Let Allied Blacktop make your school, church, or company more inviting with pricing as low as it's been in 10 years. Allied Blacktop does it all, from repairing to sealing or installing a completely new lot. Call now to get on Allied Blacktop's schedule. The season is short and it's filling up fast. Allied Blacktop, the premier commercial and municipal asphalt maintenance and repair contractor in Minnesota. Online at alliedblacktopmn.com. So your house has been cranky. It's feeling backed up. (laughs) We all understand the feeling, but Benjamin Franklin Plumbing has the cure. If they can't clear your main line, you don't pay. They have the latest technology and their cameras will spot the problem, allowing Benjamin Franklin Plumbing to leave with the assurance that if that main line is clogged again within a year, they'll clear it for free. Certain restrictions apply. $93 or free sewer drain clearing from Benjamin Franklin Plumbing, the punctual plumber. Offer ends soon. Call 877-BEN-1776. Webster's Dictionary defines a meeting as a gathering of people for a particular purpose, such as to talk about business. No matter how big or small your meeting is, WNAV Audiovisual can help. Because at WNAV Audiovisual, your meeting is our business. Hi, I'm Mark Stoneman, president of WNAV Audiovisual. Today, over 26 million meetings will take place in the United States. In today's fast-paced world, meetings are essential to keep people connected. In today's fast-paced world, you have to get business done now. Whether your meeting is in a conference room, auditorium, ballroom, or sanctuary, WNAV can provide you with audiovisual equipment and expertise quickly, smoothly, and efficiently. And we've been serving Minnesota since 1983. Learn more about what WNAV's technicians can do for you online at wnav-video.com. That's wnav-video.com. WNAV Audiovisual, where your meeting is our business. Heard it from a friend who heard it from a friend who heard it from another you've been messing around. Welcome back, AM 1280 the Patriot. 
Northern Alliance Radio Network. Yes, it is me, Brad Carlson, filling in for my friend and colleague, Mitch Berg, who was out on assignment today. But fear not, Mitch will be back in this very time slot next Saturday. But glad to be filling in for Mitch today, and I'll be back in my regular uh, time spot tomorrow from 2 to 3 as well. And we're here to take your phone calls at 651-289-4488. You can also text your comments or questions at 651-243-0390 or weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NARN, hashtag N-A-R-N for any comments or questions. Regarding today's show content, uh, I left off last segment talking about the health care debate in the Senate, a skinny repeal bill put forth, which even if passed, would have left 98% of the Obamacare text in place, uh, ended up going down to defeat again. They knew they were going to lose Susan Collins. Susan Collins has been a no even on the symbolic repeal measure back in 2015. Lisa Murkowski of Alaska is a no. And the one wild card was Senator John McCain. Now, let's go back to earlier this week. Senator John McCain, who recently was diagnosed with brain cancer, a little over a week ago, the news became public, uh, came into the Senate to vote on whether to allow the Senate version of the bill to even move forward. Now, again, the Senate had drafted a version of their Obamacare repeal you know, within the last couple of weeks, and then it had to come up for a vote just to allow it to proceed through debate. And this is how incredibly, stunningly ignorant some people are over Senate procedures. Senator McCain came in to vote yes to allow a motion for the Senate health care bill to move forward for debate. Not to pass it, just to move forward, to amend it. Because obviously in his current version, was going to wasn't going to pass. And Lisa Murkowski and, and Susan Collins voted no. Senator McCain came in and said, vote yes, yes, we want the bill to proceed. And Vice President Pence came in and broke the 50-50 tie and allowed the bill to proceed, not pass, proceed for debate, where myriad amendments were going to be proposed, voted upon, and either attached or shot down, whatever. And, my God, the invective toward John McCain over voting just to allow debate on a bill was just... I. I hesitate to use the word stunning because, sadly, it's not stunning anymore. This is where we've come in our political discourse. We're just keeping a bill alive to vote on it and to propose amendments is suddenly on par with treason if you if you read some of these people on Twitter. Now, some people will chide Twitter as being a collection of the lowest human life forms. And in some areas of Twitter, yeah, it probably is, just like the Internet venue. I don't know that Twitter's that dramatically different. Some people may think it is, but I I certainly find some value in it. That's another discussion for another day. But there was a uh, let me see if I can let me see if I can find the uh, quote after Senator McCain voted to uh, allow debate to continue on the bill. He was walking uh, through the hallway, through the hallway I believe on the uh, in the Senate building. And someone asked him, you know, is this is this going to be your legacy where you're going to vote on this particular measure and then ended up end up dying? And then 20 million people 
uh, are going to be left without health insurance. I mean, just awful things like that, basically exploiting his illness, say, hey, you're going to die and leave us with this crap sandwich? I mean, that's essentially what they said. And, uh, But the amazing thing is the, the just the reversal of opinion toward Senator McCain, who then ended up voting no on the skinny repeal, basically uh, dashing all hopes that Obamacare will ever be repealed. I, I, I've said uh, I've been on the record as saying that I, I, I always thought it was very dubious that it was ever going to be repealed. Uh, after Barack Obama was elected in 2012, I figured the ship had sailed because it survived the Supreme Court lawsuit in, in the spring of 2012. It survived, obviously, the 2012 elections because Barack Obama was going to re-ele- be re- was reelected, and he's not going to sign a veto of his, uh, uh, or he's not going to uh, sign a measure to reveal his signature to light piece of legislation. It's not going to happen. And then in 2014 was when a lot of the major provisions kicked in, and then in 2015 it signed it's it's uh, survived another Supreme Court challenge because apparently there was a uh, there was um, some phrasing that was incorrect in the bill. And people say, well, it's it, it, it basically says that it does not allow federal subsidies to folks who live in a state where there are state exchanges set up. OK. And someone said, well, it's a mere technicality. That's the way it was supposed to be. And the Supreme Court allowed it to stand. So basically, I, I remember I made the statement to say, apparently, we're not under rule of law. We're under rule of implications. And that's when Antonin Scalia made his famous quote. He says, apparently we're going to call this SCOTUS care now because every time it's come up with a challenge, the Supreme Court has kept it alive. So <laughs> I, uh, oh, I still miss uh, Justice Scalia, but that, that's another thing entirely. So the point is, is that uh, I never felt it was going to happen. Now, I got a little, I'll admit, I got a little glimmer of hope when the vote to allow debate to continue was 50-50, and then, of course, Vice President Pence was obviously going to cast the tie-breaking vote and allowing de- debate to continue on the bill. I had a little glimmer of hope, but then when I heard that Senator McCain was the basically the vote that came in and allowed it to die, uh, you know, is no surprise, because this is who Senator McCain is. I honor Senator McCain, what he went through in serving our country in Vietnam, what was it, five, six years in the Hanoi Hilton where he was brutally beaten and still suffers from uh, physical ailments because of that brutal beating he suffered in Vietnam. In, in my mind, American hero, despite what President Trump said while he was running for president, where he said, well, I don't consider uh, people heroes if they're captured. Okay, And how ironic is that, by the way? Senator Trump or uh, uh, President Trump then came out with a tweet when when Senator McCain came back to vote to allow debate to continue in the bill, uh, uh, President Trump came out and said, "Well, good for John McCain, an American hero coming in, you know, basically off his sick bed to vote to allow debate to continue on this." Isn't that classic President Trump? If you serve his needs and serve his purposes, he will lavish you with effusive praise all the day long. But boy, oh boy, if you do, uh, if you if you dare do something that he dislikes. All of a sudden, boy, he's gonna he's gonna come right back at you. So I, I just thought that was a real interesting aspect of it. So it was interesting to see those who were cursing John McCain's name, some who were wishing that he had died in Vietnam, others saying, "Well, John McCain, he's gonna die, and then he's also gonna kill 22 million other people because uh, allowing the ACA to be repealed. Well, that's uh, that's gonna kick 22 million people 
off their health insurance, which is another lie. Okay, that also was revealed this past week where the CBO's score that said 22 million people will lose health insurance. Well, 16 million people or 73% of those 22 million people will voluntarily not utilize Obamacare because the individual mandate will have been repealed. So they aren't required to buy insurance if they don't if they don't want to. Okay? So there was an utter lack of nuance in that 22 million uh getting kicked off uh, insurance, but again, that's uh, the the media was uh, definitely the kind of the transcript service for the uh, Democrat party, that is for sure. Uh Mike in Anoka is on line 1, wants to weigh in. Mike, we got about a minute or two. Uh welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hi, good show today. Hey, real quick then before the break, um a lot of us aren't partisan. This is the first election I voted a straight Republican ticket ever. I generally believe in gridlock. I support a lot of libertarians. That's generally the way I lean. But most of us thought, you know what? We give them the House. We give them the Senate. We give them the White House. We get rid of this uh, albatross. And instead, basically, the way it looks to me and a lot of my friends is the Republicans lied about repealing, repealing Obamacare, just like Obama lied when he said, you know, you can keep your doctor keep your plan, it'll lower your rates. Um, basically, it was a ploy, and I don't think there's going to be a 2018 for the Republicans, deservedly. Yeah, thanks for the call, Mike. Uh, I'm inclined to agree, especially that now, like I say, the numbers don't work out well for the Democrats because they have 25 of the 34 Senate seats up for election to defend. So I think the Republicans may hang on to the Senate, probably will hang on to the Senate, the House, certainly more in peril. Uh, yeah, I wonder about that. Now, I certainly don't blame people if they decide not to vote Republican. And Ted Cruz has even come out and said so. He says you don't keep power by lying to the American people. And Ted Cruz has even said as much. But I wonder, and again, I don't know the answer to this. We're going to find out. Is there any redeeming of the Republicans this session? You know, if they pass some sort of tax reform. You know, I see there was the House approved a billion dollars for a border fence. Okay. Will those sins be covered if some of those agenda items don't get passed or get passed. I don't know. Or will it just, or can the Republicans come out and say, look, we all voted to repeal Obamacare. It's just these characters over here, uh, particularly Susan Collins and Lisa Murkowski and John McCain that ended up going back in their pledge. Well, particularly Murkowski and McCain McCain, because Collins was always a no. So uh, yeah, uh, good call, Mike. I, 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 I concur. And like I say, if someone says, look, the Republicans lied, I, I can't vote for Republican. You can have a nuanced discussion say, well, technically it was these couple of Republicans that killed it, but if someone doesn't vote Republican because of this, uh, I can't really defend him. Got to be honest with you. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. Back in mere moments on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hey, folks, Dennis Prager here for Continental Diamond in St. Louis Park. I've been telling you for years that they have a beautiful family-run store with the largest selection of loose diamonds in the state. Now, Continental Diamond is the home for Breitling Watches, the only independent jewelry store in the 20s to sit offer these amazing Swiss timepieces. Favorites of pilots all over the world, check out the amazing selection of Breitling chronographs at Continental Diamond in St. Louis Park and find them online at ContinentalDiamond.com. Grandpa Pat, I'm trying to find the cheapest bike. The cheapest or the one that costs the least amount of money? It's the same thing. Not exactly, Ian. you got to consider initial price, warranty, and the cost of repairing or replacing it when it doesn't last. So cheapest up front isn't the lowest cost? It's kind of like a Blue Ox heating and air system. When you weigh the initial investment, warranty, utility cost, and lifespan, Blue Ox is your best value. I'm picking up what you're laying down, Grandpa Pat. Call Blue Ox Heating and Air at 7634-BLUE-OX today. 
Do you love the bustle of the city? Do you long for a tropical oasis? Or dream of basking in the stimulating culture of a distant land? Travelers Apple Valley recognizes travel is your personal experience. Whether you need to seal a deal in Shanghai or catch some rays in Hawaii, it's their ambition to give you the attention, expertise, and exclusive advantages you deserve. Their experts have been where you're going, and they know all the insider tips and options. They have a passion for travel. Travel Leaders Apple Valley is with you every step of the way, from planning your trip to the cab ride home. Now that's peace of mind. When you travel with Travel Leaders Apple Valley, you travel better. Right now, save $100 off most fun jet destinations to Mexico, the Caribbean, and Costa Rica. For other great offers on air, hotels, cruises, and more, call Travel Leaders Apple Valley at 952-432-6272 or head online to travelleaders.com slash applevalleymn. This is Dan Proft for townhall.com. When you think about quality K-12 schools that put kids on a path to being successful, independent adults, do you think of gender-inclusive toolkits, opposition to federal law enforcement, and support for the impeachment of the president? If you do not, you probably were not at the National Education Association's annual meeting where the aforementioned matters were included on its 159-point new business agenda. In worldwide rankings, U.S. high school students do not make the top 20 in either science or reading and have dropped to 35th in math. The NEA put forward 159 new business items in Area 1 dealing with student performance, classroom instruction, or fiduciary responsibility. The NEA has affiliates in all 50 states. They take over school districts, subordinate intellectual development to political indoctrination, and purchase legislators who fund it all on your dime and at your kid's expense. So when the NEA tells you that their business is making your kid a sentinel of the welfare state, you should believe them. And maybe you should show up for a school board meeting, too. I'm Dan Prof. Welcome back, AM 12 the Patriot. It is the Northern Alliance Radio Network. We don't even talk it is me, Brad Carlson, filling in for Mitch Berg today on the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Mitch is normally heard on Saturdays from 1 to 3 p.m., and he will be back in studio next Saturday. You can also check out our friend and colleague, King Banyan, on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. He is on 9 to 11 a.m. on Saturdays for The King Banyan Show. And myself, Brad Carlson, I am on Sundays from 2 to 3 p.m. on AM 1280 The Patriot. Together we are the Northern Alliance Radio Network, continuing to dominate weekend political talk here in Minnesota, going on uh, 13 and a half years now, and uh, no letting up, that is for certain. And as always, we appreciate you uh, tuning in to the broadcast. Again, 651-289-4488, that is the number to call. And feel free to weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NAR and hashtag NAR. RN. Uh, I've been saying for some time now that uh, the Democrats basically signed their electoral uh, death warrant. A lot of them did when they passed Obamacare in early 2010. And of course, that the, the Tea Party had got ramped up the year before in seeing this monstrosity that was coming where the government was going to try to take over one sixth of the U.S. economy. And they obviously succeeded in doing so because the Democrats had a short window where they had 60 votes in the Senate to where they could cut off all debate and proceed the bill through and ram it through straight on on you know on party line vote. Not one single Republican voted for this legislation, and there were even some Democrats that didn't didn't vote for it. Obviously, 
But Democrats basically signed, a lot of Democrats in 2010 signed their electoral death warrant. And of course, in the 2010 midterms, the Republicans regained control of the House and put a dent in the Democrats' Senate majority, causing gridlock. Like, you know, Mike talked about, gridlock is a good thing. And then in 2014, the Republicans took back the Senate majority and increased their majority in the U.S. House to a level that hadn't been seen since the Great Depression. So all of this was done on the heels of vowing to get rid of Obamacare. And the fact it hasn't been got rid of, again, you can have a nuanced discussion and say, well, really, it was two senators standing in the way of getting rid of this, or uh, for a clean repeal, it was basically six senators standing in the way of getting rid of it. You can't hold all the Republicans responsible. Yeah, you can have that discussion, but I don't know that the voters are going to be in, a, in, a, in the mood to hear that. And by the way, this is just an aside. I wonder if any Republican senator, any Republican Senate candidate is going to have the guts to come out and say, well, you know, 2018, we got an opportunity to pick up eight seats or nine seats, you know, because the Democrats have to defend 25 of the 34 Senate seats up for election. If we can just pick up nine or 10, we'd have a supermajority and we can ram anything through. If you just give us that chance. I wonder if anybody, any Republican is going to have the guts to do that. Okay. Because I, 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 not only would I laugh uproariously, but I'd probably throw a few bucks into that Senate candidates, uh, uh, campaign fund just just for them to have the temerity to say something like that after seven years of basically saying give us majorities and all these give us a president give us a white house give us a bigger majority and we'll get it done uh no i don't think any of them will i don't think any of them have the cojones to do that but it'd be interesting i'll just put it that way well here is uh kind of where we're headed with this the democrats they knew that they were probably signing, they were, they were kissing off their majority in Congress. You know, they were going to lose, probably lose the House in 2010. There was a possibility of losing the Senate in 2010. They ended up not, but the Republicans put a significant dent in their majority. And the Democrats have the ability to look long-term. They are willing to take the shellacking at the polls to establish a huge entitlement like this that will last generations. And if it doesn't last, then they can start pushing for the ultimate leftist utopia, which, of course, is single payer. Now, the American people aren't quite ready for that, but I can totally see the groundwork being laid for this. Because now you're starting to get some Democrats to say, well, you know, that Obamacare, yeah, we might want to rethink this. Now they're getting on board saying, we want to work with you. Chuck Schumer, the Senate Minority Leader, came out and said, we want to work with you. We know Obamacare is not perfect. That's as close to an admission as you're probably going to get from the left saying that this is a this is a crap sandwich, this Obamacare. It's what it is. That's as close as you're going to get to an admit to that. And now the Republicans, if they're going to do anything with health care, they're going to have to be forced to work with the Democrats because they, I don't see any other avenue that they have. I really don't. So now the Democrats... You can tell they're kind of laying the groundwork. And some may theorize that this was the strategy all along, that put this through, it wasn't sustainable, and if it collapses, then it gives us the uh, the, the way to say, well, the only way this can be fixed is, is through single payer. Okay, And I'm wondering if 
they they can't help but lay the groundwork, or if they're laying the groundwork for this. Because like I say, the Democrats are willing to take the hits at the ballot box to stand up for something they really believe in. They really believe in universal health care. Okay? And they were willing to take the hits. And they, they constructed it in such a manner that it was going to be such a bureaucratic nightmare that there was no way you were going to be able to undo it. And you know what? Looks like they may have been right. Because despite, look at all the legal challenges that have gone up against this law, legitimate legal challenges that have failed, opportunities to get rid of it now that the Republicans control Congress and the White House and have failed. Democrats may have been right, and they were willing to take the hits because they were thinking more long-term. Well, unfortunately, some Republicans get kind of weak need, and even though they symbolically vote to repeal it in 2015, when they have, actually have the chance to do something of substance this time around, because they control all the levers of power in Washington, they don't do it because all they're looking at is their next election. They don't have the ability to think long-term. And guess what? They'll end up probably getting drummed out of power anyways. So why not Why not do the right thing? Why not have some convictions? Why not go, go forth and say, look, Obamacare is not sustainable. It's time to get rid of it. And I'm going to vote to get rid of it. It cost me my job, so be it. If we can't get rid of something that is so obviously financially hampering families... I don't want to be here anyways. So go ahead and take my job. I wish there was one, just just one. I would take just one senator that would basically stand up and say that very thing, a senator that is in a, uh, in a, a competitive seat, that is. I'm not talking about a senator that has that you could, could, base, could do pretty much anything and not lose, lose power, but just one senator that was in a vulnerable spot come up and say that, say, look, you know, this is obviously a monstrosity, and if we don't get rid of it, then I don't want to be here anyway, so I'm voting to get rid of it. Uh, we do have a call on line one. Ray in Minneapolis wants to weigh in. Hey, Ray, you're on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hey, thanks for taking my call. I know you asked the question, um, will we forget about this? Can the Republicans redeem themselves? I think the problem isn't just that they couldn't do anything with Obamacare, which was a slam dunk. It's that they haven't done anything with any of Trump's agenda. We have not had any tax cuts. We did not get Obamacare, uh, Obamacare repealed. They're not allocating any funding for the wall. They're not doing anything. They haven't even confirmed all of Trump's appointments, and all of the Russian crap in the subcommittees are all under Republican control. So do I think the Republicans can redeem themselves? No. <laughs> They've given us nothing. They're not all for one. They're all for the entire agenda. And even if you talk about giving them the House, the promise was that they could withhold funding for Obamacare and Planned Parenthood. And then as soon as Paul Ryan gets in there, first thing they do is allocate funding for Trump. In fact, if I remember correctly, they gave Obama more than what he was asking for in that first budget when the House took over. So do I think they can redeem themselves? Absolutely not. Zero. No way. Okay. Thanks. Thanks for the call, Ray. I appreciate it. And um, I got to say, I, I imagine there are a good number of folks who have consistently voted for, uh, Republican. And I, I didn't ask Ray if he if he's one of those, but there are a number of folks who have consistently voted Republican that are probably echo the same sentiment as, as Ray is that there's nothing that can that, that can uh, they can do at this point to redeem themselves. Now, I did. Now, Paul Ryan has been consistently talking about tax reform, so he's laying the groundwork for that. And I did read the other day that there was a House uh, bill approved for like $1.3 billion in funding for the wall. So at least they're moving forward on that. But I, got, I, I do have to say this. President Trump is not doing anything to help his own cause. I will say that much. With the chaos that is going on in, in, in the White House and, his ha- and just basically throwing out tweets instead of putting together 
carefully crafted statements. He's basically throwing out policy agendas via tweet. Uh, that's not, and, and it leaves doesn't leave nearly enough room for any nuance. Okay, like, and I'll be, I, I don't know if I'll get to this today, but like the transgender military issue, you know, not, uh, banning transgenders from serving in the military. Okay, he the, the way he worded it, it was very blunt. It was very crass instead of providing nuance to the discussion. Okay, so I would argue that Trump isn't helping his own cause either. I mean, Trump has set an agenda that's true, but it's consistently being undermined by the constant chaos in his White House. Uh, but anyways, I appreciate the call, Ray. Thank you very much. So why don't we, why don't we do this? Um, why don't we do this, Nick? Why don't we take a quick break? Because I want to uh, spend the last segment on uh, the uh, sad tale of uh, little Charlie Gard, the 11-month-old little boy out of, uh, out of the U.K. who passed away. His story has made worldwide headlines uh, particularly in the health care debate, and I think that ties in with the recent health care debate here in the U.S., and we'll talk a little bit about that. When we come back here on the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, the Patriot, 651-289-4488 is the number to call or weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NARN, hashtag N-A-R-N. It is me, Brad Carlson, in for Mitch Berg on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go nowhere. AM 1280, The Patriot. When you have sleep apnea, traveling can be a real drag because you have to drag your big, bulky home CPAP device with you everywhere you go. But not anymore. Now you can travel easily and sleep comfortably anywhere thanks to Transcend, the world's very first mini CPAP. And right now, you can try Transcend absolutely risk-free for 10 restful nights. So call now, 1-800-915-9272. Our smallest and most advanced portable design ever, Transcend is as small as a soda can and weighs less than a pound. You can even add a battery that's as tiny as a deck of cards. Transcend is so incredibly small and light, you can easily fit it in your briefcase or purse to use anywhere you go. It's FAA compliant, too, so you can even sleep comfortably while flying. Now you can enjoy the freedom to sleep comfortably anywhere. But don't delay. To receive your 10-night in-home trial, call minicpap.com now, 1-800-915-9272. Again, that's 1-800-915-9272. When smart businesses need to grow their team, they do it on the site proven to deliver, Indeed.com. According to an independent study, Indeed delivers five times more hires than any other job site, more hires than the rest combined. And right now we're giving new users a $50 credit to post a sponsored job, boosting your listing in relevant search results. Claim your $50 credit at Indeed.com slash credit. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Terms, conditions, and quality standards apply. I'm Nick Soboleski, a select quote agent with a true story that could save you hundreds of dollars a year. A woman named Linda just called. Her husband, Ray, has a $300,000 group life insurance policy, but is changing jobs and can't take it with him. Well, I shopped the many highly rated term life insurance companies we represent and found Ray, who is 41 and takes medication to control his cholesterol, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $27 a month. That's almost twice the coverage for less than half of what he had paid. If SelectQuote hasn't shopped for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call 800-471-6845. That's 800-471-6845. 800-471-6845. Or go to selectquote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. 
Hi, Tom Bodette. Apparently, the hip thing for businesses to do these days is target millennials. So it may sound sus coming from this baby boomer, but Motel 6 is a V-great place for your squad to stay woke or asleep. The updated rooms are hashtag blessed with contemporary floors, bedding, and screen TVs that are totally on fleek. Plus, their prices are always low AF. I'm Tom Bodette, and we'll keep it lit for you. Book online at motel6.com. Welcome back, Game 1280, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. It is me, Brad Carlson, in for Mitch Berg today on the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance. Don't tell me no hey, thanks for tuning in today. And uh, we only have one final short segment, but before we move on, we definitely want to get to another call here. Uh, line one, Mark in St. Louis Park wants to weigh in. Hey, Mark, you're on the new Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hi, Brad. First of all, thanks for subbing in for Mitch. I had a comment and a question. Um, the comment is with, with insurance, health insurance, you either believe it's a right and everybody's responsible for it, or you believe it's a commodity and you yourself are individually responsible for it. But as far as the, the, the question for you is, you think for one second that the Democrats take control of the Senate, they're not, not going to get rid of that 60-volt rule the first day they can do it? And I'll hang up and listen. Thanks for calling, Mark. appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, I know President Trump has been tweeting about that, uh, imploring Mitch McConnell to get rid of the uh, a 60-volt threshold, in, uh, which is a threshold set in order to uh, uh, stop a, uh, to invoke cloture and, and uh, move on uh, to debate uh, legislation. Uh, yeah, that's an excellent question. It, uh, I, I've been hesitant to get on board with that, but because things are so polarizing and so extreme on either side that there is just it's it's a it's it's almost a black mark against a politician if you dare reach across the aisle and try to work in a bipartisan fashion that it it almost stains one's political career so uh but mark's yeah mark's absolutely right i have a feeling that that could take place it's already been done via the reed rule harry reed did that for judges which again paved the way for neil gorsuch to get through because the uh Republicans then invoke the nuclear option on Supreme Court judges, whereas Harry Court Harry Reid did it for all the lower court judges. So, uh, yeah, I um, it, again, if the Democrats get the Senate back, I, I can see that being one of their first um, items of business. Sure, but then they have to put up with a couple of years of President Trump if they take the Senate back in 2018. Which again, I don't think the numbers work out. But again, appreciate the call, Mark. Uh, thanks so much. Uh, I do want to read the story about uh, Charlie Gard. Of course, uh, that we have. Uh, Heard about this, the 11-month-old little boy who uh, was suffering from a debilitating illness and uh, was, and obviously being in the uh, in Britain didn't have the opportunity to access health care because the way the health care system is set up there, they didn't feel it was worth the time or the effort to you know provide him with health care because they decided, okay, a bunch of bureaucrats decided that he had an incurable disease. Well, 11-month-old Charlie Gard, whose life captured the hearts of the world, has died a week before his first birthday. Uh, Charlie's mother, Connie, said that our beautiful little boy has gone. We are so proud of you, Charlie. They paid tribute to their absolute warrior less than a fortnight before his first birthday on the steps of the high court with Father Chris saying, Mommy and Daddy love you so much, Charlie. We always have and we always will, and we are so sorry that we couldn't save you. We had the chance but we weren't allowed to give you that chance. Sweet dreams, baby. Sleep tight, our beautiful little boy. Um, <clears throat> whew, boy, that's tough to read. Excuse me. 
Uh, Charlie's parents added they believe their son might have been saved if experimental therapy had been tried sooner. Yeah, there was a movement put together to raise money for Charlie Gard to get this experimental treatment, and it was denied in Britain, and then the United States uh, stepped in. President Trump, to his credit, put out a tweet, said, yes, we'd love to uh, have the opportunity uh, to put forth to provide Charlie with his experimental care. They raised the money to do it, and they were not allowed to leave the, the country until it was too late. And the New York Times, you know, an unwitting, uh, well, not an unwitting, they were, uh, I, would get, I would argue, willing accomplice to the Democrats' agenda, basically the uh, media arm of the Democrat Party. When they announced Charlie Gard had died, they mentioned that he, uh, Charlie Gard, who was diagnosed with an incurable illness, okay, well, it might not have been incurable had he had the opportunity to get treatment a lot earlier. Y- you never know. But he wasn't given that opportunity. It only became incurable because the system kept delaying it. So if you if you want to see, if, if the Democrats ultimately get their way on health care, hence single payer, this, these are the kind of things you're going to see. When you have a bunch of, uh, of government bureaucrats who are going to dictate who, who receives care and who doesn't and who's worthy of care. And by the way, don't you love the spin that's always put out there? Well, look at, look, look at the uh, kind of health care that's, that's uh, provided in Western Europe. Their costs are, are dramatically less than, than what's spent on the, here in the U.S. And whenever someone makes a statement like that, uh, it's at best woefully misleading and at worst a bald-faced lie. Because of course... Less money is spent on those who are considered to have a terminal illness in Western Europe because they're not going to bother. They're going to say, wow, that person has a terminal illness. Why do we need to waste a valuable uh, commodity such as health care and health care dollars on someone who's obviously going to pass on? Okay? That's where, that's where the, uh, the term death panels came from because they're going to determine who's, who's worthy of care and who isn't. If you don't think that's a long-term goal of some people on the left, you're not paying attention. Okay, particularly in this debate. And like I say, the New York Times, when they come out with a statement saying that this little boy had an incurable illness, they're just basically emphasizing, well, you know, even if he were, you know, even if he were brought here, he wouldn't have been able to be cured. You know, that 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 ship had sailed. Okay, But they were taking the they basically were taking it out of the parents hands. If if parents, two parents can't make their own decisions for their child, critical decisions such as health care, when they have the financial wherewithal to do so, I'm sorry, that, that just that sends chills down my spine, and it should yours. And here's another thing that, that I always wondered about. It's like, why were, during this whole health care debate, wouldn't this have been the opportune time to ask members of the Democrat Party what they thought of the Charlie Guard situation, because Republicans, they weren't even asked. They were more than happy to come forth and offer their insight on this. OK, but why why did the media never ask any Democrats about the Charlie Guard situation? Because I, I remember during the campaign, it was in particular, Scott Walker, for some reason, he was the one GOP presidential candidate back when the campaign first really got going. He was one presidential candidate who was consistently asked these gotcha questions like one reporter asked him, uh, you know, Governor Walker, would you ever attend a gay wedding? You know, trying to set him up for a soundbite where if he didn't say exactly the right thing or if he didn't toe the, 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 a certain line that it could be used against him. Because they feared Scott Walker because they saw what he was doing in Wisconsin, the reforms he was enacting. So the media targeted Scott Walker early on. 
Okay, or they also ask Scott Walker, they ask, you know, do you think Barack Obama is a Christian? I mean, these weird, idiotic gotcha questions. Okay, but they never once ask Democrats about Charlie Gard. Stephen Miller, uh, who's at Red Steez on Twitter, uh, he actually answered what I think was a rhetorical question of mine. You know, the reason the Democrats weren't asked about Charlie Gard is because every single journalist out there knows how bad their answer is. And he's exactly right. Because as much as some of the left would love to be able to push single payer, they know that they can't just all of a sudden put it out there right right now. Because the American people, I don't think, are ready for death, pan- death panels quite yet. But they didn't ask any Democrat politicians beca- or Democrat elected officials because of what their answer might be and how it would incriminate them. And it would essentially throw the Republicans a lifeline. Okay, the Republicans were busy hanging themselves, not following through on the, on the repeal uh, of Obamacare promise. So why give them any lifeline? By putting Democrats on the record. So, again, this is why I say that both the left and their cohorts in the media are kind of laying the groundwork to kind of provide an acceptable foundation or, or try to put, to get, put in a foundation to make single-payer palatable or acceptable. It's already happening. Because, again... They don't ask these gotcha questions of Democrats. And don't you think this would have been a relevant question to ask during a health care debate of any politician? Again, the Republicans were more than willing to come out and talk about the Charlie Gard issue, but Democrats not so much. And, of course, they weren't asked. Huh. Big surprise. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. Our number one is in the can. Our number two coming up on Mere Moments on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. It is me, Brad Carlson, in for the headliner, Mitch Berg. Back in a few moments. Go nowhere. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Two little tablets is all it takes to make your thin hair feel and look thicker and fuller. Guaranteed. Viviscal is the number one drug-free hair growth supplement in the U.S., with one box being sold every minute globally. It's clinically researched to promote existing hair growth for men and women. And now a 90-day supply of Viviscal is being offered in your area risk-free, plus free shipping when you text the word GROW to 246810. Viviscal nourishes thinning hair from within. You'll love your hair growth results guaranteed. Viviscal is so effective, it's recommended by top doctors. Here's Dr. John Laura. As a dermatologist, I feel confident recommending Viviscal. It's backed by 25 years of research and multiple clinical studies that demonstrate Viviscal's effectiveness in promoting the growth of thicker, fuller hair. Want to try Viviscal? Every listener that texts the word GROW to 246810 gets a 90-day risk-free supply with free shipping. Text G-R-O-W to 246810. That's GROW to 246810. Do you need to catch up on your life savings and investments? Do you know that right now we are very likely in the first year of a new bull market? William O'Neill, editor of the Investor's Business Daily and author of many great stock trading books, has said that the most money is made in the first year of a new bull market. My family has believed this and experienced it for many generations. I'm David Mitchell, founder and CEO of Tradeway. I've taught our family methods of stock trading and investing in most of the major cities around the nation for many years with the goal of having many of our clients trade for a living. You don't have to do that unless you want to fire your boss. 
But wouldn't it be great to take the confusing world of investing and find it understandable, even simple and fun? That is what can happen when you attend a Tradeway event called Step 1, Start Your Journey. You'll learn how the stock market works, how to spot patterns, how to know when to buy and sell a stock, how to even know how to pick your own stocks, and when it might be better to stay in cash. You'll leave the event more confident in your family's financial future and secure in Tradeway's ability to support you along the way. You can bring your entire family for only $99.95. Plus, you'll receive an extra ticket to bring a friend. And at the end of the two days, if you don't love it, you can get your money back. doesn't get better than that. So come take your first step to financial freedom and attend our live two-day event called Step 1, Start Your Journey. Coming to the Weston Edina Galleria, September 15th and 16th. Only $99.95 for your entire household, plus a free ticket for a friend and a full money-back guarantee. To register, call 877-907-TRADE. That's 877-907-8723. Or go to Tradeway.com. That's Tradeway.com. From the Nepsis Capital. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.